Hey everyone, uh, this is episode 5 of JT and Big O. I am Video Geek JT and joining me as always is Ryan Big O Regan. Right. Howdy and happy Halloween everybody. Or is it rum fight? Uh, today it's rum, well for the moment it's rum fight, although people probably don't even know what rum fight is. Though we did kind of mention it uh, last mm-hmm. time. Um, in the spirit of Halloween, this is probably the best costume I could come up with at the moment. Uh, it's basically the character I used for uh, 28 Man Epic. Um, it's my drunken superhero character, Rum Fight, um, which I know to some people, a white guy with this kind of a hooding on him probably doesn't look the best, but uh, do know that I only use my powers for the safety of alcohol. As many Irish do. I'm Irish, I can say that. No, I'm just noticing that if I actually turn my head, uh, like I partially see you out of one of the eye holes. <laughs> just partially. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to get annoying after a little bit, but in the spirit of the holiday and in the spirit of today's podcast, uh, we wanted to go ahead and do something a little Halloween-y. Uh, so we'll be talking about a bunch of different things, uh, best movies, anime for Halloween, favorite candies, and of course we'll be doing a couple of reviews in regards of this the season, mostly uh, Stranger Things 2, which I know you've caught up with, and I'm apologizing right now <laughs> for having to force that upon you. But yeah. if necessary, I also do have some reviews for Jigsaw and for Happy Death Day, if you want me to go ahead into those as well. So yeah, as, as Ryan was alluding to... Uh, rum I, fight. I, rum fight. <laughs> I did not realize that we were going to review uh, Stranger Things today. Um from what I was, what was explained to me, and now I'll, I'll just say that this has been recorded on October 29th, uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, uh, it's not Halloween yet. Uh, at least as of this recording. I thought Stranger Things 2 was going to be released on Halloween Day. That is what, because I think the, the trailers had originally said that uh, it was going to be released Halloween. So then it... I guess it did get released on October 27th and rum fight saw it. And then rum fight on Saturday wrote on our uh, Facebook page. Hey, yeah, we're going to review stranger things too. That's when I first discovered that a stranger things came out and B we were going to review it. <laughs> I was under the impression that you were aware since the promotional has been now, mind you, they've done a lot of like Halloween oriented things for the promotion of it. Well, with the, uh, the trailer obviously showing that they're in their Halloween costumes as the Ghostbusters and that uh, you hear in uh, some of the trailers the background music being played is Michael Jackson's Thriller. So they have a very Halloween-oriented promotional campaign this year. But, no, nah, I mean, usually for most Netflix things, uh, the premiere is always on a Friday, whether it be Orange is the New Black, uh, House of Cards, any of their series. But th- that's not what uh, Netflix originally said. Netflix originally said... Released Halloween. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that at one point they probably did, yeah. But, I mean, for them, it's probably smarter to go ahead with the weekend release, so this way everyone can go ahead, binge it before the holiday. But that's not the point. I, I, know, what, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> and far be it for me to be the bearer of bad news that, yes, it was premiering on Friday as opposed to Halloween. So, I am sorry. It's all good. Uh... Before we get into Stranger Things, I do want to tell one quick tale, though. Uh, so, I ended up binge-watching this entire series last night. So, wait, uh, you hadn't even seen the first season? Oh, no, I saw it the first season. Oh, okay, okay. No, I was caught up on that that far. No, I binge-watched the entire uh, season two last night. 
Okay. Um, but it was funny enough because I, I have a roommate, and it's actually his place. And uh, he, he brought some friends over that night. Now, they left me alone because, quite frankly, A, I wanted to watch this for the podcast, and B, I was not feeling too well, so I kind of wanted to be on my own. And a few people, cool people, they were, they were coming in and out to just kind of chill with me. One person in particular would come in and out and try wanted to start a conversation with me. And finally, after a while, I hit pause and uh, just kind of chilled with this guy for a bit and talked with him. So to the point of the story here. Uh, as part of all this was, uh, I decided it was time for a drink, sort of like uh, my friend Run, Rum Fight here. Uh, so I, I ended up getting a shot, and uh, my friend here also decided that he wanted a shot. Well, I wanted a little bit extra more in my shot, so I went, um, I'm going to grab some Coke. It's like, oh, wait, you have Coke in the house? Coca-Cola. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Gotta love partiers, really. Oh, no, no, this this is where it gets better. Because I've heard that joke so many times, that didn't bug me. Of course. What (laughs) followed up that was, I tried to take cocaine once, but it turned out to be heroin. Oh, that was a bad idea. And I just looked at him. (laughs) Just like... Okay, yeah, yeah, heroin's a bad idea. Yeah, you, and he went into detail why heroin was a bad idea. And then when he was done, I was like, so what about Coke? Oh, no, I didn't get to try Coke yet, but I still want to try Coke. Just just heroin. Stay away from heroin. Very smart PSA there. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and how long did he go on talking about Coke and heroin, just out of curiosity? Oh, this conversation went on for another two or three minutes. Oh, okay. okay. And it was like, I kept going back around to try to, like, give the hint, like, you know, cocaine is bad, too. And that was just not registering on it. It was just like... It's a hell of a drug, according <laughs> to James, yes. No, according to him, it was almost like weed. <laughs> it's like, Very different plant. I, I've never heard someone downplay coke so much. It's like, oh, man, heroin's bad, man. I really want to try coke, but heroin, stay the fuck away from heroin. It's like, to me, they're like, aren't they, like, near the same... Oh, no, no, no. Heroin was way worse. I mean, I, I can't think of a strain of cocaine that would actually uh, make your body, like, dissolve to the point where you could see your muscles. So, and plus, I hate to say it, in Jersey, we do have a bit of a heroin epidemic, as I'm sure other states probably do. They talk about it more now than ever before. So, and, you know, Lord knows I have no people that have had friends die just in the past two years from that stuff. Dare to resist drugs. Yes, always. Marijuana is fine, but outside of anything else. But it is. It is. Uh, it is still. Ac- yeah, I won't get into it because it's obviously like. Yeah, I hear they're trying to bear- bring back Dare as well. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're going to, but I'm hearing they they they've been wanting to bring it back. Anyway, <laughs> strain. As long so, as Quaaludes, fine. But. Yeah. So that that was my story from last night before we. Uh, before I got to finish Stranger Things. Town's Cocaine is... You were talking drug. about some other strange things, apparently, so, I mean, that's all good. I love my friends. Strange is strange. If he's watching this, there's nothing against you, man, but it was a funny conversation. It was also, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so... Alright, so let's get into it. The the meat of this all, the, the thing that uh, everyone's uh, been really into this weekend. Stranger Things 2. Yes. Uh, we'll try not to spoil anything, but I I loved it. I actually, I, I've seen season one, season two. Uh, season one to me was incredibly slow. Uh, it, it took like four episodes to really get into it. 
where season two, uh, again, I'm not going to give anything away, but it ju- it just throws you right into the mix with things. Like, it's action right from the very start of the series. It does it does have its slow parts, just like the original one, but for the most part, like I, one of my friends who uh, doesn't uh, really get into this, my, my roommate, he uh, ended up sitting down with me near the end of the series, and just, like, he was glued for, like, the, the rest of the series, the minute he saw what he saw. Um, it, it was a good series. It was. Um, I think the, the benefit of the series is that they went ahead and they, you know, punched everything up to 11. You know, any, everything that was present in the first series, uh, they really went ahead and jumped it more, you know, in regards to the story, in regards to the character development, in regards to the, uh, overarching, uh, you know, feelings and emotions that were present in the first series and they've just built upon those. Um, it's, it's one of those series where I think, obviously, the first one was a little bit slower, but I think that's really the case you get with, like, any season one. Season one is always, like, the, the basis, the, the ground formation. So, I'm not surprised that they probably went a little slower because everything was still new and weird and they were still trying to, like, analyze it all characters-wise. Season two, it's not like they're ignoring anything that happened from season one. You know, everything's still in their minds, still present, even though... Not necessarily spoiler alert, but I mean, it's a year later. You can tell by the fact that they're wearing Ghostbusters costumes in the trailer. You know what's going on in the lexicon of, uh, you know, what's popping, what's going on right there. So you have a general idea. I'm kind of looking forward to Back to the Future for season three. Oh, if God. Goes yeah, that direction. No. <laughs> if they actually do another whole year jumping, it's 1985. Oh, yeah, no, I'm waiting for people to be talking like that. And the, the thing is, they really play into, like, all the little nods to the 80s nostalgia, like... Even the Ghostbusters costumes aside, I noticed some of the dialogue from the first movie. I saw that when they were talking about this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, wow, they're just really going into this. And obviously there's references to other movies. Uh, uh, There's references to things like uh, Aliens and Goonies because you have characters uh, being played by Paul Reiser and uh, Samwise. I didn't realize that was Paul Reiser. Oh, yeah, no, that's Paul it's Reiser. Like, like, I saw his name in the credits. It's like, oh, well, where's Paul Reiser? And it took me a while, like, oh, God, you've aged a well, lot. <laughs> I mean, he, he wasn't exactly the youngest-looking guy ever. No, been, but... You know, mad but, about you, even, but... But he, he's much older now. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, and that's the thing. The, the new characters they introduced this year, I liked Paul Reiser's. I liked, um... I, I keep... It's Sean Austin. Sean Astin. Uh, I, I keep calling him Samwise. It's just so I was just calling him Rudy. As like, look, it's Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, if you like, you, obviously a lot of people know him from like the Goonies and and Rudy and and Rudy. Yes, but as far as uh, the Goonies are concerned, there are so many references with with what he says, and it's like, oh my god, that's a Goonies hit. That's a Goonies <laughs> hit right there. It's so good, so so good. I, I guess I haven't seen Goonies in many years because I wasn't gathering it. Uh, really? I, I, yeah, I wasn't getting the hit. Nah. Oh, watch it again and see for mentions of, like, you know, pirates. And it'll hit. No? You're not going to do that? No. Okay, fine. But... I, like I said, I haven't seen Goonies in years. I don't remember most of Goonies. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is the... Well, I'm not going to spoil the scenes, but... I, I guess, are you referring to, like, one of the final scenes with, uh... With uh, Steve and the gang? Uh, no, more so the 
X marks the spot. Uh. Yeah, like, mm. uh, and again, you'd have to probably refer to Greens. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, no, that, that ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, that that was great. That 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 killed me. And like I said, there was a reference to aliens too, since uh, you know you had Riser who was in that film as well. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, he he yeah. I, I'm I'm trying not to spoil anything, but yeah, I get, there are a few <laughs> references. In yeah, that. And, I, and I think that's just like clever because I mean, obviously, this is a show that wants to be. Uh, an entity unto itself, but I mean, with all the tropes and with all the gangs that they can do, they embrace it, you know, and that, and that that's always something I appreciate, a show that knows what it is and digs deep into it without being campy, and that's something that I think a lot of people can appreciate from a show that has its suspense, but also has its tongue-in-cheek humor in order to cleanse the palate. The, the other thing I, I, I was uh, talking to some of my friends about while watching it was the production value of that, like, my God, it was... It was like a nine-hour movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, they again, they definitely stepped it up from the first season. Because really, with the first season, uh, again, not necessarily spoilering, but you had it pretty basic in regards to how often the creature showed itself. The creature itself was probably just more like the creature in the dark, really. You didn't have to see it too often to really know its presence. Yeah, and the CG wasn't really amazing. I mean, you could tell that, but I mean, like... So much of the other stuff, the the scenery, the uh, the locations, the upside down, some, some of the, the upside down. It was like the, there was better production and value in this than there was in uh, the Walking Dead. But then mm-hmm. again, I think I think Netflix is poor is just putting all their all their hope and dreams right now into Stranger Things. Well, considering how much money they're going ahead and they're in debt for buying up all these properties, they better you know they better be using it wisely, but. And it's one of those things where I don't necessarily think it, you even need to worry so much about the CG on a show like this because all of it's from the acting. The acting of some of these kids, these like preteen kids, is outstanding. A lot of people talk about uh, Finn Wolfhard. And, you know, we've seen him in It, and you know he really had his break in season one. Uh, he does a phenomenal job as always, um, and. And more so this season than we got last season, you have to look at the kid who played Will. The one who disappears in the first season and comes back. The performance he gives here outshadows any of the kids. Because at this point, the kids are pretty much just like going through their own little side stories and are either comedic fodder or you know there's you know young love in the air. But the stuff that's going on with Will is by far... He, he steals it for me. He steals the show. On the opposite end, uh, Eleven's entire direction just has to be like act wooden. Like yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even insulting her as an actress. I'm pretty sure she is a very good actress, but it's just the character itself because the character uh, is so, such a shut in. You have to you ha- the character has to act wooden. So it's like my whole entire job is to act like I can't act. Well. Obviously, she's still new. I mean, even a, a year after we're first introduced. No, no, I'm not. I'm not insulting the. Uh... Oh, you're talking about the character. I thought you were going to say yeah, the actress. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, we've seen some emotional development in the character. We've seen them. We see them get angry. We see them get sad. Whereas in the first season, Eleven was pretty much just you know, blow. I just, I just want to point out when we get Eleven version three. <laughs> yeah. No. That the she. 
She definitely goes through the most amount of metamorphosis out of any of the characters, I'd say. Well, she has the most developed. She's like a pretty much a blank slate other than her powers and her assassination skills. Uh, but yeah, everything goes up to, you know, 11. No, no pun intended. And it's one of those things where once the series ends, it's going to be a real question about where they go into season three. Because... It's, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, you'll see season one, and then there'll be that much more in season two. You have no idea where season three could possibly go. That's the thing. Season three, uh, at this point, which I'm sure there will be, will probably be astronomical in comparison. So keep that in mind when you're watching this, that, you know, the difference between season one and season two is like, it's like that much of a jump in quality and in performance. Season 3, I can only imagine. But I am so looking forward to it after seeing both of them. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Yeah. Some, I want to talk about some of the stuff here, but... Yeah, I'm trying to avoid spoilers, so... Uh, I mean, uh, that's always the hard thing with, you know, trying to do reviews and... But, here, let me let me try to see if I can throw this in without giving a spoiler. I'll give a small spoiler, but it's pretty much the very big... No, 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 no. It, it's, <laughs> it's like... It, it's something that happens in the first two minutes, and it's not going to really ruin the show. But it's still a really cool, oh, moment. So, yeah, I can't ruin it. But let's just say that there were two separate storylines for this series. There was the main storyline, and then there was kind of a side quest storyline. Uh, I can see that side quest storyline kind of becoming the main of the following uh, series, because there's so much that they can dive in there. Just one but, side quest? Uh, what again? I'm trying not to give spoilers here, but one should we do the flashing like we did with the sword art? No, I, I'm not gonna put the effort into any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that that's why I'm like, I could, but no, you'll just have to see for yourself. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. That's it. See, uh, Stranger Things too is good. Uh, if you're a fan of it, I know you probably watched it already. If you're still on the fence about it, and if you're a big sci-fi fan and of '80s shows like our '80s movies, ET. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Watch it. You'll like it. And, of course, uh, go ahead, comment on the video that you right now. Let us know what your favorite part of Season 2 is, if there's anything you liked, anything you didn't like. And, again, you can be as spoilery as you want because, obviously, you have already seen it and we'll know what you're talking about. Um, but, you know what? I'm almost curious to ask... Are you sure we can't talk about anything in depth in regards to just episode one? I'm I mean, not cutting I... it. Ah, damn it. <laughs> no effort. <laughs> just just watch it. That's why I drink. <laughs> Alright, yeah. so Stranger Things 2 out of the way. You look goofy as fuck. I know, I know. It's, <laughs> I, I, I can't do this. I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't gonna say in the middle of the of that part portion, but it's just uh, like like I keep like if you're wondering why we're looking this way, I have a fifty two inch television over here showing us what we look like on camera, and I'm just like looking at Ryan's face in the rum fight mask, and I'm like, man, you're a goofy looking motherfucker right now. That's what good costumes do. I mean, didn't you ever have a Halloween costume where you you know everyone just thought like you looked ridiculous as fuck, or have you? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, what's the I, most I ridiculous to... costume you ever did? Uh, when I was a kid, actually, we talked uh, a little bit about Dare uh, a little earlier. You know how they used to give out, like, the buttons and stuff on that? By the way, I'm going to fix this real fast because you need the mic up to here. You're, you're kind of low for... 
Sorry about this, guys. Just there one. we go. Yep. All right. Uh, talk real fast. Any better? Yes. No. no maybe. Surprisingly, not. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> Is this? Here, wait. Sorry. You're talk right now. How about this? Any good? Any better? Yeah, good enough. All right. <laughs> Again, we're always just experimenting here yeah. at JT and Bago, so if you have any suggestions, just keep them to yourself. Yeah, I, I had the shitty mic last time. He has a shitty mic this time. <laughs> See, we, ju we just trade. It's called synergy. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell were we talking about? Well, we were talking about your goofiest costume. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so... Uh, there's this program in New Jersey, I don't know if it's in the rest of the country, called D.A.R.E. I think it stood for something long like Drug Alcohol Resistance Education. Um, Sounds about right. They had a kind of, a, they used to give out free buns. So, like, uh, for, like, they have these days, like, free D.A.R.E. stickers, free buns, etc. So they have this little black uh, button that said D.A.R.E. on it in all red, bloody letters. Because, you know... That that's how they tried to get the uh, the kids with bloody cool lettering. Uh, I liked it though because I was I, I always came up with like superheroes when I was a kid and looking at this I came up with a character called Dare Man. I was ten. Don't 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 hate me too much on this. So I I took this bun and some of the other stuff and I started uh, gathering together different items like uh, I had a, a domino mask. Uh, you know the red uh, decoder things that they had in uh, like cereal boxes, okay. like you could read uh, like stuff. Oh, like the the thin plastic film thing that kind yeah. of like went over, like kind of looked like three D glasses or half of them. Yeah, so okay. I I got two of those. I put them inside the domino mask and uh, taped them together. Then I got a ski mask, and then I got a ninja mask, and I got a black jacket, black pants, and a cape. How was your head not sweating? It was. It was. It was fucking unbelievably hot. <laughs> so uh, I ended up creating a character called Dare Man. Had the little bun down here as my emblem. I, I know that doesn't look right on camera. Uh, <laughs> Dare this. And, and it looked pretty cool. Like it looked all, like like this kind of scary type hero. But in reality, if you're looking at me, I was a ten year old in a in a in a jet in a sweater jacket whatever it's called hoodie i was in a hoodie uh black sweatpants black shoes uh a shitty cape and a ski mask that that was probably one of my cheapest costumes i ever made and you only used it the one time yeah the the one year i think that was uh middle school too so shock no uh not more people made fun of me for that one well i mean what this was like i'm guessing early 90s uh Hi. <laughs> I'm guessing that's from the we, storm. We had a power hit. And thankfully, everything's on battery power, so we didn't actually lose anything. We just saw uh, just some weird shit. Yeah, if anything, just the lights went out. Again, oh, spooky Halloween episode. We did, however, lose our uh, our monitor. So if the audio comes back up with this, I apologize. I lost track of what we were talking about. We were talking about costumes. Well, we were mentioning... Well, you mentioned yours, and I was trying to figure out the decade that it was in. Obviously, it was early 90s. 96, 97. Around that oh, okay. So, like, high school time. Well, high school for me, anyways. Yeah. It was this middle school. Like, I think there's a three, four-year 
age gap between us. Right, but I'm surprised that they still had Dare relevant because I remember it being in like elementary school. They have to had the buttons and everything for that. Uh, 95, 96, I think that was uh, around. I think they were actually around until 2000. But they they were definitely still in full uh, swing ninety five ninety six. Yeah, because they started during the Bush era. Uh, it was Barbara, I think, that pressed the whole Dare campaign. To be honest. Well, that that was uh, early nineties. Right. So that'd be Bush leading into Clinton, and I think Clinton kind of chose something else out because you know when it comes to Bill Clinton, he dares a lot of other things, but not drugs. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but I, I can definitely say 95, 96, uh, Dare was still around. So, so yeah, I'd love to see a picture of that if you have one. I don't even know if I have a picture. I don't think anyone took a picture of me in that. Really? Yeah. It's a shame. Other than that, yeah, that's probably my shittiest costume. And uh, Except for like a year or two ago where I just wore a gorilla mask. I, I think I mentioned on episode three, because we were talking about the costume stuff, mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend made me go to, or my ex-girlfriend at this point, uh, she uh, had me go to a Halloween party with her and wanted me to dress in costume. And I was going to originally go to Kevin Owens, and I couldn't get the KO shirt in time. Nothing's moving. Is that okay? We're going to be using the camera audio bit, so that's why this part just sounded really shitty. <laughs> testing, testing. Oh, that's still battery-powered. Yeah, so uh, that power hit actually uh, killed our, our board. And I didn't even realize it. It's a, it's a USB, so that's why it kind of killed it. Give me a second, ladies and gentlemen. I might just have to fix this real fast. On the positive aspect, at least you know that it wasn't any of us that did this. It's Mother Nature. So if you have any problems with the quality of the audio or anything... Blame that bitch. <laughs> stop recording. All right, I, I don't want to stop recording because I'm lazy. Um, but you're honest. I'm honestly lazy. I'm honestly lazy. Honestly? Then? <laughs> All right, let's kill that. Well, while he's doing that, I'm going to go ahead and just... Uh, parlay into probably my shittiest costume if I can actually think of one because Lloyd knows I always try to be a little creative with my costumes but I think the one where I put the least amount of effort into it would probably be the year I dressed up as Hugh Hefner in college. Now this was I believe freshman year and I wanted to have a costume since this was my first time in college I wanted to do something that was maybe going to be uh, a little controversial something I couldn't necessarily do back home and when you're living in a place where it's mostly all guys around and everything, one thing you learn about that maybe you didn't have the opportunity to learn about when you were younger with any of your friends in elementary school or middle school or high school is Playboy. So, truth be told, except for the old Playboys that my uncle used to have back in my grandmother's house, I had never seen a current Playboy up until then. Until I got to college, and Lord knows there was this one guy in the dormitory that actually collected them. So, like, every month he would go ahead and get it. Uh, didn't do anything seedy to the centerfold, as far as I know. But he would go ahead and collect them. And I just went ahead, and I'm like, wow, I did not realize there was this many out there. Even though it was still a running monthly publication, I didn't realize how so much could look like it. And I actually read one of the more current ones, and I actually found it very interesting. Centerfolds and naked women aside... 
Um, I think at this point I was actually still a virgin, so that's probably what made it more interesting to me at the, you know, at that current moment. Uh, thankfully that ended later on, but enough of that. So I wanted to go ahead, I wanted to meet some girls and all that, but I didn't know what I could dress up as, someone looking like me. So I just go to the recent, uh, recently opened uh, like Goodwill shop and just rummage through there because there really wasn't a party city or anything. And I found an old gray wig. And I'm like, I'm trying it on. It was probably about to hear. And I'm like, you know what? I could work with this. I could do something with this. I take it back to the dorm, and I'm trying to think, what the hell can I possibly be this year with this wig? And then the guy with all the Playboys and everything, and he's like, he, he's the one that comes by. It's like, you know what? You should really trim that. I'm like, trim it how? And he pretty much shows me a picture of Hugh Hefner. And he has a, like, you know, high and tight with, like, the little bit of, like, flail up top. And I'm like, that's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. So I go ahead, I cut the rig out, and I'm thinking, what can I possibly dress in that would work? Suit pants, and I take an old robe of mine, because I really only have the one. So I have this, you know, big cottony red robe on that's, like, down to, like, above my knees with this wig and this pipe that I was able to find at uh, one of the uh, prop closets over at the uh, Creative Arts Center where we do all the theater. So here I am in just wig, pipe, robe, and I consider that a costume as opposed to just trying to look like an old man. The kicker was I actually got to the club and I had somebody follow me around with a camera saying he was my photographer. <laughs> Ironically enough, not a lot of women went for it. But, oh, really? Yeah, no, it's a surprise. You know, you, you figure Hugh Hefner would be able to bring them in, but apparently not. No, oh, no, they, I guess I wasn't clean-shaven enough for them to think I was a, a young enough man. But after that, I really went ahead and tried to do more with costumes because I felt like if I could just throw this together with, like, the little bits, and, and, and I could do more. I could definitely do more. And so I'd like to think that ever since then, I've added more detail, I've added more thought, and... It really helps uh, spur my creative process in all things. So, if you ever have a problem with a costume that you think may be just too cheap or too shitty, don't worry about it. It just means that this year's bad and you'll do better next year. Hopefully without an accompanying guy with a camera making you look like a damn creep. Do, do you think it was just the camera that hurt you? I don't know. I mean, It's Hugh Hefner. Do you really think women go for Hugh Hefner? It's worked to some extent. I mean, may he rest in peace. But it's one of those things where back in the day, Hugh Hefner kind of had a certain swagger, a certain appeal, charm. He had uh, money. Eventually he had money, yes. Um, he had a whole empire. But, you know, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and associate with, like, your women that are dressed like uh, honeybees and nuns and, you know, schoolgirl outfits, like... Basically, if you're a female, you can dress in anything, like any kind of costume, and it pretty much works. But a guy, a guy's got to kind of, like, think about it for a bit, you know? Not all of us can be just, you know, totally ripped and just wear, like, you know, a big yellow coat and the fireman's hat that we find at the toy store and be like, I'm a fireman. No, no, no. A legitimate guy probably has to add a little bit more. Get the gloves, get the fire extinguisher, which is probably a water one. You know, we got... The devil is in the details, as I've learned. You know? I'm not going to touch this one. 
what the naked fireman or the schoolgirl? Like, I definitely which don't want to touch a naked fireman. Oh, I don't know which part you want to not touch. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. No, no. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. So costumes aside, uh, other Halloween stuff. Um, did you want me to talk about the um, Halloween movies that are out? The two that I've at least watched. Because I refuse to watch uh, Tyler Perry's Boo 2. I refuse to. Oh, really? Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Surprise, surprise. But no, no, not not well, my bag. Well, we, we talked about it uh, in our first episode, so we got to leave it alone. Uh, <laughs> Although, not it, it should be mentioned that, uh, just in the quickie sense, if you have to go to the movies to see something Halloween-oriented this month, stick with it. Because really... Nothing else is really going to top it. I hate, I hate to say it, but... Yeah, I mean, the only other thing I can even think of that's out right now is uh, Jigsaw. And it's like another Saw movie. The eighth in the franchise, yes. Uh, technically, uh, uh, Does it take on Manhattan this time? No, 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 it doesn't. Uh, it takes on a whole new crop of people that I don't give a damn about. Uh, a lot of no-name actors, no one from the original except Tobin Bell, uh, his character John Kramer does make an appearance. Uh, Spoiler alert. It, it's in Doesn't the matter, IMDb. you're not going to go see that. Yeah, it's in the IMDb, <laughs> and you can see it on the poster too. The thing is, you can easily use him, because aside from the first three movies, I mean, if you've never seen the franchise, he's prevalent in the first three movies, and then has uh, an heir apparent in the last four. And you pretty much still have him in the movies, but as flashbacks detailing how he became the person that he ended up being. So to throw Tobin Bell in is really like a non-spoiler, really. You know, because it's a Saw movie, he's going to be in it regardless one way or another. Uh, but the whole plot of it is obviously the Jigsaw Killer comes back. There's a whole new crop of people going through some tests and traps. But obviously it's ten years after the part where he would have died. And they're wondering, did he come back from the dead? Is there another copycat? Is there another heir apparent? Uh, is it uh, some just whatever? Who could be doing it? And I'll just lay it out with non-spoilery. It's dull. It's very, very dull. You know, it, it's you could easily figure out who the killer is, which, you know, again, not getting into any spoilers, but, I mean, you can watch the movie for, like, 20 minutes and you can really figure it out. Uh, anyone who's ever watched the Saw franchise can figure it out, and those that can't maybe need another 20 minutes. So 40 minutes in, you'll figure it out. Um, I mean, the traps, they're, they're always okay, but these were, like, less inspired than the original ones because I remember the original traps being, like, they definitely had something to do with the person involved. You know, it, it, it was a deep cut, no pun intended. But... These were just so uninspired. These well, like, it wasn't even like the kills. It was always it was about the mystery because the first one was really about the mystery and figuring out what the hell is going on, what's about the trap, and trying to see like, do you go through with the trap or do you have or can you figure out a different way? That that was the fun of it. But. Right, but there was always like a symbolism to you know escaping the trap for the yeah. person. And here it's like, meh. It's like they're they're really like you know grasping at straws in order to try to connect these simplistic traps to why these people are being put through them. Uh, and the deaths, the deaths aren't even that interesting anymore. Um, it, it's really just a cash grab, as far as I can say. 
the only people that would really love it would be people that saw the original franchise because there was a lot of nostalgia here. There's a lot of callbacks to the first few films, the, whether it be uh, elements or traps or names or whatever. Like, this is a complete callback. And that's really the only appeal. Like, if you're someone that's loved the whole franchise, yeah, go, go ahead and watch it. You'll enjoy it. Any looking, anybody looking for, like, a scare this Halloween? No. You're going to be disappointed. I can guarantee it. Um, that being said, if you're looking for a scare, go see it. If you want to see something that's not as scary, but you still want to see a movie on Halloween in the theaters... See Jigsaw. No. Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. Oh. I actually really liked. Out of the three movies that came out this month, whether it be Jigsaw, uh, Boo 2... And Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day is the one I like the most out of all three. And that's because you can go into it thinking it's going to be like a horror slasher, kind of like Scream. It's not. It's more Groundhog Day, uh, but with horror elements. And I think because of that, it takes a certain turn where it's almost slightly comedic as well as a thriller. And I can appreciate that because they actually dig into it. They... They know exactly what they are, they know the kind of movie they have, and they play into it. There's a lot of funny moments in the film just to alleviate the tension that, okay, this girl is going to end up killed again. Which, if you don't know the plot of the movie, this girl has to relive her birthday over and over again because at the end of every day, she ends up getting killed by this guy or girl in a babyface mask. And uh, she doesn't know who the killer is, and she's pretty much going through each day, going through the deaths, trying to figure out who the killer is so that it can stop. And, like, anyone who hears that description, yeah, it's Bill Murray, Groundhog Day, minus the whole death thing, even though he dies a couple times in that movie, too. But it's a, it, the fact that it's on a college campus, uh, the fact that it, it has some leniency into, you know, why this person would be getting this kind of treatment, you know, is it like a penance sort of thing? You don't really know. Um, there's... Really, just no explanation, and you're just kind of like diving right into the whole thing. And I found it really enjoyable just as a movie. Now, as far as the deaths are concerned, there's some creative way in which she, she dies, but it's not gory. It's not like Jigsaw. It's not blood and guts and all that. The, the depth is in the storytelling itself, not in the gore. It's more suspenseful, if anything else. So I would recommend that just as an enjoyable movie. But if you have to watch something for Halloween presents and you don't want to go and watch it for the 15th time or you think that might be too scary, Happy Death Day would definitely be my recommendation. Now, after hearing that and knowing the four movies that are an option, what would you pick? Me personally, because I'm not really uh, a major horror fan, I'd probably go with Happy Death Day. Uh, I did okay. see the trailer for it. and it's, it, I, You know, again, I'm, I'm not a big horror fan. I'm not someone... Who wants to watch a movie to scare myself to death? I'm, I'm more into the entertainment value and to get my mind off the world. Uh, Happy Death Day, yeah, as, as Ryan was kind of saying, is a lot less... At least from what I see of it, I haven't watched the movie yet, like like Ryan. But it looks a lot less scary. I would definitely want to go see that. Yeah. Although, just to let you know, the 50 Cent song in the club, not in the movie. Just the trailer? Just the trailer. So, I mean, that's probably the one really big disappointment. Because I wanted to see that song play out through this movie in some way or fashion. Because it really had a nice hook. The way they, like, did it in the trailer. And they kind of slowed it down to some extent. And they took out the vocals. And they just went with the beat. 
it can be a really sinister song when it's done right. That 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 track alone, just like, ooh. <laughs> not not saying Fifty Cent is scary, but you know, the man has been shot how many times and still alive. I mean, there, there's something supernatural about him. Yeah, the only thing that scares him is his tax. <laughs> not going there. Ah, uh, but outside of that, those are just the movies that are coming into theaters. Do you have a personal favorite? Uh, Halloween movie or scary... I know you said you're not the one for horror, but if you had to watch something with some, like, scary element to it, what would be your pick? Uh, if, if I was in the mood for, like, hey, it's Halloween, let's watch a horror movie? Yeah. Uh, probably either... The, I'll go to the 80s classics, uh, either Halloween or the original okay. Friday the 13th. Okay, so slashers. Yeah. Alright. Uh... Why slashers? What about them? I don't know. I, I guess that's I grew up around that stuff. Sort of like with Stranger Things being all eighties. Like I kind of grew up around the Friday the Thirteenth. The not the Friday the Thirteenth. Did I say Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street? You said Friday the Thirteenth. I meant to say Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because obviously or Freddy Krueger. Yeah, no, obviously uh, there's a difference there. We've seen Freddy vs. Jason, two different people, but. Nah, because I thought you were going just like the whole hack slash sort of a mentality. No, no. I, matter of fact, I'm not a big fan of uh, the original Friday the 13th. I'm, uh, no? it, it's not bad, but it's not my cup of tea. But I really did like the original Halloween as a filmmaker and as uh, it's just a, a movie fan. And I really liked Friday the... Or not the Friday the 13th. Uh, Night, <laughs> uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, which was a really well done horror film for, it, it, for its time. Although, funny enough, this month did have a Friday the 13th in it. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of which, uh, if I can jump a tiny bit away from movies real fast. Sure, sure. Uh, so there's a game online. Uh, it is called Dead by Daylight. Mm. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty much what happens is you, you have the choice of playing. You're pretty much injected into a, a slasher film. And you have the choice of playing either the victim who has to survive or the killer. Uh, when they started the whole thing, they had, like, three generic guys who kind of were, like, the Jason, the Leatherface, and then I, I forget the third one was, but it was, like, a ghost-type killer. Mm -hmm. uh, but they started making progress with getting uh, actual hard uh, movie icons in there. Like, last Halloween, they got Mike Myers in it. Which isn't hard. I mean, obviously, if Rob Zombie can get the licensing, anybody can. But this year, they got the licensing for Freddy Krueger. Oh, very nice. Now, was he just going around and slashing people with the, the glove, or did he no, have no, some no. supernatural uh, Each one of the killers has its own special, unique powers. Okay. Freddy has a nice one. What is it? Uh, Freddy puts you to sleep. Oh. So, uh, while you're not asleep, when you're awake, you can't see him. He can chase you around... But he can't hurt you. and But at the same time, you don't know he's there. He has the ability, once he's close enough to you, to put you asleep. Once you're asleep, he can kill you. And he will also know where you are at all, all times. But once you're asleep, are you still moving around at all? Or yeah, you're, just you're running there? around. Uh, if, uh, if one of your partners... Because if you're a victim, you it's up to four victims. So if anyone on your team sees you... You'll be kind of like dazed, like you're asleep, but you're you're like sleepwalking. sleepwalking. Okay, okay. And you can be woken up, 
Okay, so they kind of played around with that in some of the movies, especially in the uh, the reboot, where, you know, you're staying up for long enough, you're kind of like, you know, daydreaming and stuff like that, and that's how he's able to get you. So, all right, so that's that's an interesting mechanic, because then you'll just look at, uh, 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 and, you know, they'll know you're affected, but they can wake you up at least. And I'm a big fan of this game, especially watching a, a player called H2O Delirious on YouTube uh, play these. <laughs> and... Uh, the the other unique thing about this gameplay there's there's a whole bunch of elements to it to, to actually win the game uh what the victims do is they have to run around this uh this area restarting all these generators so they can open up the gate and leave and little things happen if uh when you're fixing the generator it could explode which is a bad thing it, it won't it won't hurt you it won't hurt you but it'll like kind of like make a noise to alert the killer where you are Oh, okay. So but it's like this about. loud explosion. And it's something you never want to do. Other things are, uh, if you get hurt, you can be healed by your partners or you can be healed by uh, a med kit. Mm -hmm. But as you're doing it, uh, there's like time events. So if you fuck up, you hurt yourself again and you like, you give an alert out. Oh. So these are two things that are normally very bad. With Freddy Krueger, though, if he puts you asleep... And you accidentally screw up the the uh, the timing system to either hurt yourself or blow up a, a generator. It'll wake you up. So in that case, it's bad, but it's a benefit. Yeah. So Freddy Krueger comes up to you as you're uh, trying to fix a generator, and you accidentally make it go boom. You wake up, and he can no longer hurt you. And obviously, it's silly to think of whether or not it'll alert him because he'll be right there anyways. Right. But how often can he put someone to sleep? He consistently. Oh, so he could just... Yeah, he you, could you put, can wake up and he could just like, boom, you're back to sleep again. Yeah, he can start putting you right back to sleep, but if you can get out of his path, then you're good. Okay. Oh, that sounds very interesting. I mean, I've seen people play it, but I've never actually played any, any of that myself, whether it be uh, Dead by Daylight or uh, Friday the 13th when it came out or any of those. Yeah, and, and that's the one thing I, I'm a little sad about because... Uh, Again, I like watching H2O Delirious, who mm -hmm. he idolizes uh, Jason. Oh, so he's a big Jason fan. Yeah, as a matter of fact, his character, like he has his own character design, is pretty much like a like guy in a hoodie and sweatpants, but then has the hockey mask like Jason. And it's kind of funny how good he is at Dead by Daylight, but he can never play as Jason because jason just got uh his own friday the 13th game which is the same exact game mechanics mm. so they're probably never going to get the licensing to dead by daylight because it would hurt the friday the 13th game but does he play the friday the 13th game at all uh yes he does okay so i mean it's, it's like he's never... it's the same gameplay but friday the 13th uh, is just not nearly as good well obviously by comparison i imagine it's more limited in friday the 13th uh it's, it's strangely enough, there is more to it, but the problem really is they may overpower Jason. Well, like, if you're playing as Jason, you're having a fun time. If you're playing a victim, you're going to lose, and so therefore you're never going to want to play the victim. Well, I mean, we're talking about an enemy whose only real weakness is water, and even that's more psychological than any physical more than damage. More than that, he, he can teleport across, like, the map. Well, yeah, that's pretty much how they had it in some of the movies. The fact that yeah. he was able to get from one point to the other so quickly... He had to have it some But I mean, for, like, when you create game mechanics, you have to do something to balance things out. There's such an uneven balance here. Like, they gave Jason all his powers. I'm like, 
You're not going to survive. But there is a way to kill him. You, do you know the way to kill him? It's complicated, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to call the one guy, and you know you have to have yeah. the shotgun available, and you can't use it until he's like weakened. You have to call Tommy in. Uh-huh. You have to have at least one girl in your party. Okay. And then you have to get to the mother's cabin, like Jason's mother's cabin. Get the head. Get the head. Okay. And then trick Jason into thinking the woman is his mother, so he mm-hmm. loses defense. Oh, and then you have to knock Jason's mask off. Okay. And once you, as you actually have to do that before you grab the mother's head. Okay. And then once the mask is off, oh yeah, and Tommy has to have the machete. So Tommy has to have the machete to get Jason in the head. That's the final hit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean that's 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 complicated. That's complicated. (laughs) Yes. But it's a matter of who wants to actually go ahead and do all that, as opposed to people that just want to try to escape. Though there, I think they patched it at this point, but they found another glitch on how to kill Jason. What kind? Uh. I forget how this happens, but if, uh, let's say there is a victim that getting into a car, mm-hmm. and Jason uh, goes to try to pull the victim out of the car, as they're pulling the victim out of the car, if another victim hits Jason with a baseball bat, Jason will go flying off the map. What? Yeah. He will just fly <laughs> right off the bat. And once he's off the map, he'll be considered dead, and the game is over. Wow. So, just... Just hitting him at that one particular moment, and that will KO him. Yep. Oh, that's just funny. I, I they probably patched at this point, but it was a pretty, pretty sweet one. When oh, they I got I gotta go online and find videos of that. Just seeing like that big hulking brute, ah, like he like fucking Team Rocket and Pokemon, like, ting, see a little star. It's like, oh, I gotta see that. Oh man. Yeah, no, as far as video games are concerned, I just play Paladins, so I, I don't know much of anything. <laughs> I, I don't play much video games. I played uh, Mario Brothers Galaxy, or not Galaxy, that, that's, Odyssey. that's ten years ago. Uh, Mario Brothers Odyssey. Yes, uh, I saw that. Which, did you know that it could be two-player too? No, I didn't. Yeah, I saw the guys from Continue. Uh, they played it on their Continue Quest uh, show, and yeah, it's basically one guy can control Mario and one guy controls Cappy. Really? Yeah, and so you can tell the difference because when it's two-player mode, the cap is actually just hovering over the head rather than on it. So this way you can move freely. Nice. So it's it's sort of like that Sonic and Tails dynamic at that point. In a sense, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a fun game. There, there's, like, little things I was picking. Like, you, you saw me do the gameplay. Little things I was picking at, but the first most part is a fun game. But, dude, all the stuff you missed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm like watching it and I'm literally yelling dude go back go back you missed that what did I miss uh t- you, uh, you missed a few moons in that uh, prehistoric level you missed uh, pretending to be the dinosaur the big T-Rex uh, a I lot didn't of the see the T-Rex t- there was a T-Rex over by where the three uh, chain chomps are on the yeah. hill there's a big old T-Rex that you can actually cap throw yeah. and pretend to be and it just destroys everything like i said i hadn't really played like a 3d video game in years so this was like me dicking around i didn't know like all the little like easter eggs you're supposed to do here and there if you notice even there like i it took me a while to figure out where i had to go to continue that level true like, i mean i no when you were playing around with the first chain chomp and you're just dicking, dicking around I'm like hit the big glowing gold thing just hit it just Hit it. 
and you've been and you were tracing around the whole damn thing, and I'm like, just hit it. I didn't see it until like later on. <laughs> it's a. Uh, like I said, I, I don't play that many video games, so it's like, I, I gave that disclaimer like at the beginning, like, <laughs> yeah, I haven't played one of these since Mario 64, I'm going to be fucking up a lot. <laughs> oh, man. I, I didn't realize it took me a half hour to get through the uh, through the beginning level. And there were still things you missed there, too. Like, what did I miss? Um, there was a couple of, like, alcoves uh, on the very edge of the island that you could go down and, like, get some more coins. I and... did go to the alcoves. Not all of them. And uh, there was the thing about, like, uh, setting all the, the lights on with your cap, like, you, all the extra places where you could have gotten coins just by throwing Cappy on them. And yeah. After a while, I was like, I kind of want to continue this. I don't think anyone wants breaking to Breaking the posters. Me. Just, well, I, I would, did break all the posters down. Uh, I think you missed a couple on the sides, like, with the alcohol. Yeah, either way. It's, uh, after a while, when you're playing the game, it's like, eh, do, do I want to just keep dicking around here, or do they want to see me go forward? Right. I understand, I understand. It was just, ah, but... Mm. <laughs> but live and learn, live and learn. I'm sure when you do the next episode, if you do another one, you know, you'll probably just, like, check out everything because now you know you have the time to do so. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the other thing. I, I didn't see, like, multiple save states, only the one save state. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I want to continue playing, but do I continue playing with the people watching me? Or the whole reason I bought the goddamn Switch. When I'm, like, on the train or something and I need some time to kill. True. Yeah, I mean, have you played it uh, while traveling? No, because I'm, I'm still debating, like, do I want to continue the Let's Play? I'm probably going to just... No one's really been clamoring for me to do more of a Let's Play on that, so I'm probably going to just do my... Uh, well, what was the last time my... you did Let's Plays, though? I mean, this is, like, the first one I've ever seen. Yeah, well, that, that was the first one, but, I mean... It wasn't that big of a deal, and there's a million other people doing uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Well, now, yeah, and even before then, you had uh, the South Park game that came out before it, <laughs> which looks really fun, and I want to buy. Like, I'm not one to buy it, but I always wanted to play Stick of Truth back when it was out, but I didn't uh, have the money and time to do it. Now that I've gotten more into just playing gaming because playing Paladins, I really want to get something, and I, I, I love the South Park humor so much, and the fact that they have this thing where they're dressed up as superheroes and it comes out around the Halloween season. It just fits so perfectly in my mind. There were, like, I did, I played a little bit of Stick of Truth and, uh, I didn't get to play the new one yet, but I got to see someone else play in a Let's Play. Mm -hmm. It literally goes from Stick of Truth, like, the, the opening uh -huh. is, like, you're, like, the super badass's Stick of Truth. Yeah. And now, like, you're starting a brand new game, so you're back to... The point one. Yeah, because Cartman goes, oh, we're superheroes now. No, we're done. Yeah, so, like, you go from the king of the land to, like, nope, now... Now you're a rookie. You're not even playing with us because you're not a superhero. And you had to convince him to be... Right. Let you even be a superhero. Like, didn't I just prove I was the best uh, best set there last game? Pretty much. I mean, and the fact is they actually had the episode play into the release. Like, when the when the game released... The episode that played that Wednesday before had everything to do with, like, setting up what happens in the game. And I thought that was, like, brilliant because even they did the same thing back when Stick of Truth came out. They had, like, that whole three-episode arc around Thanksgiving when they were talking about, like, the, the new game cha the things, Xbox, PS3, that were coming out. And they went through, like, a whole Game of Thrones thing doing all that. And it led into Stick of Truth starting that off. And I think that's just... Not only is it brilliant marketing, mm. marketing it's brilliant 
uh, story play. Like, they really just went all out just to go ahead and promote the game. That's outstanding. The, but the games are awesome, especially the fact that they are like a whole other episode. It, even yeah. if you didn't play it, you just watch someone else play it. It's like watching an episode of South Park. Absolutely, yeah, because they're more invested than they have been in like other games beforehand when they were just like giving away the license. They had everything to do with the writing and the character drawing and everything like it. Yeah, it's it's like uh, downgrading everything to their animation style from like the three the stuff like this uh, the Nintendo sixty four style they had mm-hmm. back in the day actually improves everything. It's great. Oh, I, I want to so, buy it so bad. Though I do have a bit of love for the uh, South Park on Nintendo sixty four from back in the day. Well, that was the first one, yeah, and I think that was just more the idea that. This raunchy title is actually getting a game where you can go ahead and throw piss snowballs and beat up on turkeys and stuff like that. Make someone, I want to sing a dance in the moon and the spring. I want to <laughs> sing a, about a sky or blue and a deep four two. Did you ever see that original cartoon? Uh, yeah, years ago, though. Yeah, no, you can still find it on there. It's like, I knew the cartoon before I even saw the South Park episode, and I'm like, wow, what, what decided them to go with this route? That's great. Well, how many of them probably watched Looney Tunes as a kid? And that's the thing. This wasn't even like Looney Tunes. This was like old school Merry Melodies before Bugs was even created. This was just like, this was like the wholesomeness. They they package all that stuff together now. Well, back in the day. I I forget what channel showed it, but there was a channel that showed nonstop like Looney Tunes. Not Cartoon Mm -hmm. Network, but one of the channels. And they used to mix in like the even older stuff like that in there. Yeah, and then you don't see that much anymore, unfortunately, but... Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's like, uh, I remember watching these cartoons so much as a kid, and I don't think they are anyplace anymore. Well, I mean, there's some channels, like probably Boomerang, where you can see about a good amount of them and every, all that, but I think that's more just Warner Brothers with the licensing. Like, you know, do they really want to go ahead and put that out? Especially in this kind of culture where some of the things in some of those cartoons you can't talk about anymore. Like, the racism and the violence... And the sexualization. Yeah. I mean, they, they have banned a lot of stuff, but I guess the, even, like, the the tamer stuff does. And th- th- this is something I've read these days. And, again, I, we, I, I, I think I complain more about it. Like, well, we shouldn't talk about politics. So I apologize for breaking even one of my own rules here. But uh, I think there was a study recently that says that uh, uh, the current generation gets more offended than any other generation ever. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think it's just more the fact that because of social media, we get our complaints out there more so than the generation before. Whereas generations before, you probably had a complaint, but who was going to listen? You know, Who was going to tell you to speak up? So everyone has a voice these days, so everyone talks. Exactly. I mean, you, you go ahead and you... Well, what's the phrase that they use from church? Uh, you give a man a fish, he'll eat for the day. You teach a man to fish, he'll eat for his life. You know, you give somebody an outlet uh, when they're walking the street, you know, they'll probably have something to say. You give somebody a Twitter, they'll never shut up. <laughs> Just like our president. Uh, <laughs> hey, no more politics. All right. Uh, uh, well, okay. actually, I, I know we're, uh, we're actually, we're around an hour in already. Well, already? Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. I mean... I guess the the movies and the television talk definitely went ahead and uh, took up the bulk of the time, and we veered off into other avenues. But any other Halloween talk? Anything else to bring up for Halloween? Well, I mean, we talked movies, we talked television, uh, we talked costumes. Um, what's your favorite Halloween candy? 
I don't know. Really? Because, I mean, we're talking about a guy who's had candy here at the table before. <laughs> so Be I'm, fair, it's not my candy that puts... I, I guess, you know what? Milky Ways. Milky Ways have always been my favorite. Solid choice. You're a big nougat man? No. <laughs> and I get the reference. <laughs> okay, no. good, good, good. <laughs> we, we see what happens with nougat. Well, my, my problem is uh, to give away some of my weaknesses here. Uh, I'm allergic to, to almonds. So and that eliminates like half of the candy out there. Not just almond joys and stuff like that. Snickers and anything with peanut butter. So Reese's Pieces. All right. Um, there's a, there's a lot of stuff with peanut butter in it. You learn that real quick when you're allergic to it. Well, what about uh, Kit Kats? No. Crunches. Crunches. Oh, uh, Nestle Crunch. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Uh, and to that regard, um, Crackle. Uh, yeah, Crackle's fine. Okay. Uh, I mean. It's shitty candy compared to uh, Crunch, but... <laughs> I know. I mean, there's always the regular version and the downgraded version, of course, but um, what about just a regular old chocolate bar, just plain chocolate? No, that's fine. I, I have met someone who's allergic to chocolate, though, and oh. I felt incredibly bad for that kid. Poor bastard. Mm. He's, uh, like, I remember remember when we were kids, and you would uh, give like cupcakes or something to other people in your class? Yeah. I gave him a chocolate cupcake, and he looked at me with a smile and said, I'm sorry, I can't eat that. Like, what do you mean you can't eat that? It's like, I'm allergic to chocolate. Like, It's like, oh my god. No chocolate milk, no chocolate cake, no chocolate frosting. I'm I, going through it, like, thinking, like, you know, um, a Christmas story and all the things with turkey that you aren't going to have anymore. It's like the same thing with chocolate. I mean, with me, I'm allergic to almonds. That instantly eliminates so many items, like brownies and uh, peanut butter, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I guess because I've never really eaten them, I don't really miss them. But chocolate, it's just, there's so many, I feel like there's more for chocolate than peanuts, and... And that, not just that, just different kinds of chocolate. Like, just for example, I love brownies. Mm -hmm. I'm a big brownie fiend. My family knows this. When it comes to the holidays, my sister will get her cream puffs, I'll get the brownies. But, it has to be from certain manufacturers. And I learned this in college. Because my sister went ahead and baked me a thing of brownies one year and sent it to me, care packaged. And I stupidly ate the whole thing because, hey, it was college and I was on a bit of a bender. So I'm like coming home after drinking, like, let me just eat these brownies. Um, turns out after eating all the brownies, I ended up breaking out in hives, which had never happened before. And I really wasn't sure why it was happening. I couldn't explain it to you even now because I really don't know what the big difference is. But I ended up having to go to the doctor. They gave me medicine, medicine uh, put me on steroids, you know, to help combat it. And they asked me if there was anything different that you had had in your diet uh, outside of the norm. And mind you, the norm was pretty much either calzones from DP Dough, which is a great place if you ever find one, or just the cafeteria food from the local kitchens. And... The only thing I told him was the brownies, and they said, well, it was probably the brownies. Now I go ahead and I call my sister, and I'm like, um, just out of curiosity, were the brownies in any way different this time from when you normally make them? And she tells me, well, yeah, I use Duncan Hines. And mind you, I've always been more of a Pillsbury person. But she went ahead, made a batch of Duncan Hines chocolate brownies, and we haven't Used them since. Wow. Yeah, so Pillsbury, not a proper, not a problem. Uh, Betty Crocker, not a problem. But Duncan Hines, I don't know. 
I'm not knocking Duncan Hines. I'm sure probably lots of people like him, but, you know, just not for me because I, I don't want to break out in hives anymore, <laughs> and that was a weird experience. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that, that's for. Yeah, that, that was like uh, when I discovered I was uh, allergic to peanuts. It was actually my my mother's favorite candy is Reese's Pieces, which actually goes on to explain why I might be allergic. <laughs> uh, there was a study done, like uh, people who are allergic to peanuts are usually because their mother during pregnancy ate tons of almonds or peanut butter, etc. My mom loves Reese's peanut uh peanut butter cups she ate a ton of them we think we know why i'm allergic is uh, that true with only peanuts or is that true with like anything that any, your anything ingests? with almonds or peanuts in it oh no i'm talking like anything in general that your mother might ingest like saying your mother I, loves pickles a lot and had a lot of pickles back when you were inside of her i don't know i i, I know the study is done with the uh, almonds but i don't know about further than that maybe but i i couldn't tell you but anyway, so uh, yeah, it was like I was four years old. They gave me my, uh, she gave me a peanut butter cup. It's like I enjoy these. You must like these, and I did not because my lips exploded. <laughs> I've luckily never had a point where I couldn't breathe, but I do get an allergic reaction where my lips just so. <laughs> I wonder if that kind of has anything to do with like bee stings too, like how some people are allergic to bee stings. Maybe it's. You know, something with, like, the honey and stuff like that, you know, more so than the bee itself. Well, it's the venom. Some people are allergic to the venom. Right, but, I mean, we're also talking about the same creature that creates honey, which a lot of people eat. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure some part of them is in the honey, too. I don't know. Sweeteners. Uh, if you're a doctor, you tell me. Um, and I don't know if maybe this was, like, uh, something that you'd want to add on, because this is really the only other thing I can think of Halloween-wise that we could discuss um, knowing how much of a big anime person you are, like, what would you say is good anime Halloween, for Halloween? A, ha a Halloween anime? Or not necessarily, like, you know, something that has to do with Halloween, but I know, at least from my limited experience, there's certainly enough anime out there that, and mind you, not everyone's an anime fan, but I've definitely grown accustomed to anime ever since I got Hulu, which was my bigger resource for it because Netflix didn't really have too much, and what they do have, they usually only have, like, the first season. Nothing continuous. But I've really grown to, like, anime, and there's some scary anime out there. Like, scarier than most horror movies that you'll find on Netflix, Hulu, wherever. It, I'm going to probably embarrass myself uh, by not coming up with anything good, but uh, uh, for stuff that is well-known, even in America, uh, Paranoid Agent reminds me of a nice little... Like, very suspenseful, somewhat creepy anime that might be good for Halloween. Uh, Boogie Pop Phantom, which is the same night. I, actually, I used to hate on Boogie Pop Phantom. But it is a, another really creepy, very kind of... Not, I, I won't really call it a scary anime, but it has that type of Halloween creep factor feel that you would want for, like, a Halloween uh, type show. Now, see, Paranoid Agent I've heard of because that was on Adult Swim at one point. But uh, Boogie, Pop Pop is Phantom? Boogie Pop Phantom is very similar to Paranoid Agent. Take take pretty much the same type of premise, but uh, switch around a few things. Uh, so it's it's. I haven't seen this in fifteen years, and oh, it's that old. Yeah, it, okay. It, it's been out for like the early two thousands, 
And I didn't like it back in the day, but this is when I first got into anime. I didn't realize some animes have its quirks to it that you just have to kind of fight through. Um, so the quirk with this one was uh, it was near impossible to keep up with. Because each episode was a different story, but it mixed into the overall story. And it, it was very much like uh, Paranoia Agent. If you watch Paranoia Agent, like the you knew the first tale with the artist, but then it would go into all these other characters and how they met the, the kid with the baseball bat. Okay. So the, the kind of with Boogie Pop Phantom, it's about like this event happens and all these creepy things it kind of brings out. And it goes in all these different lives, and, and timelines actually collapse over each other. So a character here that you saw in this story will appear in that same scene in a, a whole other story where it explains who they actually are. But it's... Like, I, I, I wish I could explain it better than that, but it's just been a few years. I just know it's a creepy anime that you might enjoy. Uh, I didn't see this entire one, so... I'm going to really embarrass myself with this one because this was a really, really popular anime. I never watched the whole thing. Uh, in fact, I could explain this one. Uh, Bez- uh, is it Berserk? Yeah, Berserk. Oh, okay. Berserk, I've at least caught up to through the movies that they put out in the past couple of years because they pretty much took the original series and uh, and I know there was like a series like earlier on. There was an older animation, but now they've done one where it's a little bit cleaner, a little CG added to it. And it's pretty much retelling the original series up to the point where, um, you know, where I guess the comics would probably continue on that you never got in the original. So, I mean, that, I, I would say that's interesting. Although, I don't know if that would necessarily be considered, uh, like, horror or scary it's, because it's, it's not, like just that one part. It's, well, it's not just the one part. It, it does have a lot of creepy moments in it. But then, then again, that's how I was introduced to it. I was introduced... Like, uh, my friend, for whatever reason, he gave me the original series, and he showed me episode one, episode two, and then the final episode. Okay. And it was just like, well, I have no reason to watch this now. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all like, de- he was fighting demons the entire time, so that's how- why it's in my head that that would be a good one. Uh, what, what, what would be a creepy anime? Creepy, creepy, creepy. I mean, I know some of the ones that people would normally talk about, like Corpse Party, Black Butler... Helsing, more so Helsing Ultimate than the original version. Well, it's it's just like vampires, but... Yeah, but I mean, they really go darker with Helsing Ultimate in that one, because... Yeah, I gotta Nazis, see Ultimate. Nazis, the, Nazis alone just are always like an ultimate evil, and to add supernatural aspects to it is always bad. Man, I've been out of anime so long. I'm like, there there are some that like, they're they're swimming in there, and I can't think of them. Uh, what what was the one back in the day with the witch, the <sighs> witch hunter, w- witch hunter Robin? Okay, all right. Can't think if that would be a Halloween one though, because it. But they're like they're trying to kill supernatural people. Yeah, it's it's like X Men, <laughs> <laughs> except instead of mutants, they're witches. Right, I remember that one from the like the Adult Swim days too. Um, yeah, that would probably be a good one, just uh, for like low level. If like if you have someone that like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You'd probably like uh, Witch Hunter Robin. Um, as far as, like, you know, older, older than that, uh, easily Vampire Hunter D would mm-hmm. probably be a good one. Uh, the, the Parasite that they made, that's creepy. Oh, Blue Gender. Oh, God, yeah, no, with the... Well, that and even Terraformers, anything with, like, bugs. 
Anything anime and bugs always seems to like work. Yeah, but Blue Gender was a good one because it's a guy who wakes up. And it's almost like 28 Days Later except with uh, bugs. Yeah. <laughs> Alien bugs. So he wakes up. It's the apocalypse. Almost everyone's dead. And the soldier is trying to save him. And it's just them trying to escape the earth, which has been taken over by these evil gigantic bugs. It, 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 that one probably would be a nice little horror one. Yeah, because bugs always are creepy. Like, no matter whether or not you like them. In cinema, they've always been creepy. Whether it's something simple like the Ashley Judd movie bug, or even the old things from, like, back in the 40s and 50s. Slither. When you had, Slither's a good one. And anything creepy-crawly. Just... <clears throat> uh, one other one, and my, my uh, roommate would kill... Well, he wouldn't kill me, but he'd be upset for me if I didn't mention this one. Uh, High School of the Dead. One of the few zombie animes out there. At least one of the original well-known ones. Ah. Uh, see? It's not horror, but it's zombies. It's zombies to the degree that, like, Shaun of the Dead is zombies. I'd say Shaun of the Dead is a Halloween movie. Right, but I'd still consider so, it more of a comedy than the actual horror that's, you know, spoofing it, on. Well, you don't need... it. A, a, a good Halloween movie doesn't need to be a, a particularly horror. No, I understand that. I mean, one of my favorite Halloween movies is Space Invaders. Mm-hmm. Well, do, do you know that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was my favorite as a kid. Yeah, and that's definitely not scary and by any means. Even the pro- antagonist is like, okay, so you're basically just one of those robots from Star Wars. You know, that's pretty much it. It's five aliens, a little girl, and an old man. Yep, on Halloween night, and the aliens are mistaken for trick-or-treaters. And they've come to Earth because they have heard a rebroadcasting of War of the Worlds and think it's an actual message to start invading. Yeah, they, they want in. <laughs> and the one guy always saying, prepare to die, Earth scum. And then when the uh, other one's just like knocking on them for it, prepare to die, Earth scum, prepare to die, Earth scum. I hope they fucking put that on your tombstone. <laughs> it, it, it just always oh, hits me man. I haven't seen that in 20 years now I kind of want to watch it uh, my one boy Rob he actually found it on DVD and I'm like you've got to tell me where this is nice it's like I want to get it just for the collection but I mean as far as anime goes um, yeah I mean you pretty much touched on a lot of good ones I, I think the thing with anime is that you could find a lot more horror animation in that because and like Anime doesn't really shy away from, like, the blood and guts. They don't. Not as much as you probably get with, like, Canadian and uh, USA animation. No, even, like, the popular really cutesy ones. If you want to see a really fucked up anime, not saying this is a Halloween one, but Pulley Pulley uh, Magic Girl Madoka. Uh, 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 Puella. Yeah, I always screw up the name, but I just call I just call it uh, Madoka Magica. Or yeah, Madoka, that's pretty much on the most. Because it's the easiest thing to say. But yeah, that gets dark. That gets, like, super evil. Yeah, it just, it takes every trope of Magic Girl animes and turns it on the head and makes makes it horrible. Str- funny enough, one of my favorite anime characters has come out of the series. Which one? Uh, I can't think, I never remember her name. Uh, Homaru? Is that the one that can turn back time? Yes. Okay, yeah. All right. The, it, have you seen the movies that happen after the television shit, series? no, I haven't. Oh, then you're really going to like Homer on that. 
Well, she was like one of the best characters. And actually, uh, while I'll, I'll admit this, I don't always go back and watch animes episodes over and over again because they're always part of a, a bigger arc. Uh, her arc story in uh, in the series, episode 10, I will watch over and over again. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That That's always... Uh, she is pretty much her and uh, uh, the one main protagonist. It's pretty much their story. Everyone mm-hmm. else is just ancillary. But you have to watch the movie that they did for that follows after the series. Because that's going to put you on your head. I'm telling you right now. Um, and, of course, I've also been recommended something that was similar to that, especially in the darker tones uh, that's on Netflix. Uh, Yuki Yuna is a hero. It's supposed to be relatively the same idea, but like um, on a grander scale in regards to how much it affects the other characters, it's not just centered around like Homero and the other one. It's like everybody, that mm-hmm. they know how it affects them. So, I mean, if you want something with like larger character development, that's probably a better one, but... This, yeah, no. Madoka Magica is definitely one of those ones that's going to give you a mind fuck. So, definitely a recommendation. Alright, with that said, uh, I think uh, we're going to come to an end this episode. Okay, that's fair. Um, I apologize a little bit for the audio again, as always. Uh, especially, we it, it's been raining today. This is not a sound booth, obviously. So, that if you're hearing like the little droplets, that that's the rain outside. And yeah, Also, my phone going off there. Uh, my phone went off? Yeah, uh, it made it made a beeping noise that got on while we were talking our last subject. Didn't even notice. Uh, Let us know if you did. <laughs> but uh, that's it. Uh, again, this is episode five, and uh, if you guys like the show, uh, tell us, leave a comment, leave a like, etc. Uh, share it with your friends. Uh, share it with everyone. Um, I am Video Geek JT. Uh, you can find me on social media at. Uh, Twitter is VidGeekJT, and Instagram is VideoGeekJT. And I'm Ryan Big O'Regan, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at RealOrdeal, that's R-E-E-L, Ordeal. And, of course, you can always uh, follow anything that I might be doing, uh, Big, uh, Big O-Wise and JT-Wise, at the JT and Big O fan page on Facebook, as well as my own personal fan page at Real Ordeal Entertainment. And, as nothing else... And uh, wait, 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 and uh, and the YouTube channel because that that's primarily where we're broadcasting right now. So yeah, so you're watching this on YouTube most likely. Uh, we will probably expand at some point. I'll probably have to actually talk to my partner here a little more about that. But we'll try to get the I, w- I want to try to get the these podcasts in a few other places as well in the future. Um, well, of course, always subscribe, like, comment, share. Uh, let us know what you'd like to see. Know know what your thoughts are. Anything we talked about. And send send cocaine. Send cocaine always. You know, all cocaine. Not goes. heroin. So you can send brownies. <laughs> Just make sure it's not Duncan Hines. That's all I ask. Should we have an address? No, we don't have. An no, address. no, we don't. If you're really that intent on sending stuff, message us first. Yes. All right. Uh, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, I'm Video Geek JT. Ryan Big O'Regan. And we will catch you next time. Happy Halloween. <laughs>